What's happening, everybody? On today's show, in the age of opting out of bowl games, Alabama, with their two best players wanting to play, what people are saying about that decision. Also, we are just a day away from National Signing Day. We'll get you caught up on the latest as the Aggies making a strong push. Go figure. And more transfer portal news. We'll tell you where Miles Slusher, Haynes King, and others are headed. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. It's great to have you guys along. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. Let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the Around the conference. When we talk about big surprises this time of year, it's been mostly with the transfer portal and guys leaving that you didn't think would be leaving or, uh, you know, maybe big signees uh, flipping in uh, the recruiting world. But uh, biggest surprise this this past week was when uh, Bryce Young and Will Anderson both announced they're going to play in the Sugar Bowl for Alabama. You know, typically this time of year we see guys who – you know, if you're not playing a playoff game and you're projected to be a top five draft pick, you're usually just opting out of the bowl game to go prepare for the draft. But Will Anderson, Bryce Young want to play. Will Anderson talking this week about his decision to want to play. He said, look, me being at home training and sitting down and watching the game, I would have been feeling so bad. The competitor inside me, we have a lot to prove. So Will Anderson wants to go lay it all out there for the Tide one more time. Bryce Young, the same thing. And uh, going to be fun to watch those guys play against Kansas State in the Sugar Bowl. You know, Kansas State's going to treat it like their Super Bowl. Uh, they want to beat Alabama and have those bragging rights. But, well, Anderson and Bryce Young playing for the pride of Alabama. Joel Klatt was on the next round in Birmingham this week talking about the decision. And he said, look, I was pretty surprised. I think that those not directly involved with the program would have bet a lot of money that those two guys were going to opt out. He said, I always say, if you can't improve your stock, and you should probably sit out. But he went on to say, I was surprised, pleasantly surprised. So maybe this will be a new trend with guys playing in bowl games. Look, it's a New Year's Six Bowl, so it's not exactly like it's um, completely meaningless. If Alabama were in the Tax Slayer Bowl, maybe we'd be seeing, you know, Jalen Milrow get an opportunity to start. But... It is a New Year's Six Bowl. It's going to be, you know, in New Orleans, and it's a lot of pride with that. By the way, Sugar Bowl very early this year. It's a morning game because of everything having to shift around with uh, New Year's and playoff games and all this. So uh, an early Sugar Bowl for once, but nonetheless, it's going to be fun to see those guys go out there one more time and play for Alabama. Meanwhile, Billy Napier finishing off his year one in Gainesville finishing 6-7 and seven with their loss to Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl this past weekend. Paul Feinbaum mincing no words going on with uh, Colt Kublik and Greg McElroy this week on their radio show in Birmingham. And he said, look, I thought your one for Billy Napier was a disaster. I say that because there's been an expectation that Florida got the best hire. In the Brian Kelly-Billy Napier debate, it just fell apart. And it fell apart in the most difficult way at the end, Feinbaum noted. Some of the other issues not fully in Napier's control. 
obviously he had guys you know getting hurt and then opt-outs and all this but he uh, still believes there was plenty left to be desired in year one for Billy Napier so here's hoping Billy Napier can go kill it on the recruiting trail here on signing day and finish with a strong class and maybe see some improvement in year two of the Billy Napier era there in Gainesville but it does feel like it took a little bit of a step back this year over at Auburn, Hugh Freeze continuing to get his recruiting class in order, doing a very good job this past week, picking up a lot of recruits. But one of his assistants uh, that was not retained on the Auburn staff, Rock Tony, he is heading over to FAU to go be Tom Herman's defensive coordinator. Uh, Tony had uh, come over to join Brian Harson's staff as an analyst in 2021, was promoted last offseason, uh, he was not retained by Hugh Freeze's new Auburn staff, so uh, he is moving on. Over at South Carolina, uh, Spencer Rattler talking with the media about uh, his decision to play in the bowl game. Going to be playing in the Gator Bowl against Notre Dame. He said, you know, it's important for me because Coach Beamer has been great to me all year. For him, bring, even bringing me here was a blessing. The least I could do is play the bowl game for him. So I had to do it for him, the coaching staff. And obviously the players as well. All we got is all we need. And we got some young guys that are hungry to make plays. We got guys that are experienced here, wanted to finish this thing outright. So we're excited about the opportunity. And we're going to make South Carolina proud. Now, we don't know if Spencer Rattler is going to be back next year at South Carolina. He's got a decision to make. He has until January 16th to decide whether or not he's going to stay. But you got to wonder, finishing the season strong with a big win over top 10 Tennessee, and then a big win over top 10 Clemson. If he goes out and beats a top 25 team in Notre Dame in the bowl game, you feel like, and puts up good numbers, you feel like that's about as great of a resume as you could put together to finish off a season. And maybe Spencer Rattler says, I'll be a middle-round draft pick, and this will be my time. Let me go jump at it. Or maybe he decides to stay for another year there. And they'll have a new offensive coordinator that we already know. So we'll see what happens. But uh, some big names for South Carolina have already announced that they're going to sit out this bowl game. Um, Darius Rush, for example, announced he is entering the draft and skipping the bowl game. So, see what Spencer Rattler can do in maybe his farewell appearance at South Carolina. Over at Kentucky, Mark Stoops and company getting ready for the Music City Bowl, taking on Iowa and uh, Kentucky wide receiver Barian Brown talking with the media this week about getting to play uh, in his hometown of Nashville where he played high school ball. He said, it's a wonderful feeling. When I found out we were going there, I was happy. He said a lot of friends and family weren't able to make the trip to Lexington this year, so they're going to get to see him playing a little bit closer to home. Uh, he also talked about there being a Nashville to Lexington pipeline as Kentucky has six players from the Nashville area on their roster. Now, Vince Marrow, the Wildcats recruiting coordinator. He is going to take over play-calling duties for Kentucky in the Music City Bowl against Iowa. And, uh, of course, Liam Cohen, still rumored to be joining the Kentucky staff here in a couple weeks, coming back as OC after they fire Rich Gangarello with a very underwhelming offensive performance this season. But Vince Marrow, very confident in Kentucky's offense. He said, quote, we will score points. That's very good. You can't win games if you don't score points. So uh, we'll see. It is one of the lowest totals out there when we talk about betting lines for Iowa and Kentucky. I guess most people not thinking they're going to score more than 20 points apiece, if that. So we'll see when we get to that game. Over at Arkansas, Sam Pittman 
talking with the media about his new hirings in defensive coordinator Travis Williams and tight ends coach Morgan Turner. He introduced them at a press conference this week. Pittman uh, talked about what he liked about Travis Williams. He said, Kim, what kind of man, what kind of recruiter? We need a recruiter at that position. He's a good man, one that understands recruiting his work. Just heard so many great things about him from guys I knew. As far as Turner, he said, with Morgan, I knew a lot of people that knew him. His resume was good. Got a lot of guys in the league, so I knew that would be he would be a fine coach. Arkansas will finish off their season against Kansas in the Liberty Bowl coming up next week. And over at Missouri, some good news for Eli Drinkwitz. This defensive back, Ennis Rakestraw Jr., announced he is coming back for another season. He uh, had a chance to declare for the draft, going to forego that, and uh, will look to bounce back from a season-ending knee injury and play in that secondary. He did finish the regular season with 35 tackles, four and a half tackles for a loss, forced three fumbles, his 12 pass breakups, second on the team and 25th in the country. So... Congrats to Ennis Rakestraw coming back to Mizzou for another year. Thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, we'll hit on all the guys hitting the transfer portal in the last day or so. That's coming your way in just a second. But this episode is brought to you by our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business, and you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. They help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You just go to your profile, you add the job in the purple hiring frame to spread the word that you're hiring. they got simple tools like screening questions that are going to make it easy for you to focus on the people that you want to interview and uh, have just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you want to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Go post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to go post your job for free terms and conditions apply right along here locked on sec and getting back into it we got a lot of folks jumping into the transfer portal we're trying to keep you up to date on it because it's it's a dozen or so just about every day from the SEC. But let's jump back into it. Your latest transfer portal news. How about Haynes King? Quarterback from Texas A&M the last couple years. He entered the transfer portal nearly three weeks ago. And he's announced his destination. He's headed to Georgia Tech. Haynes King, former four-star recruit. Uh, enrolled early at Texas A&M back in 2020. Re-shirt, redshirt his first year. Played a couple games. And then uh, was named the starting quarterback. Week one of 2021, only to return for 2022 and name the starter again. Competing with Max Johnson, Connor Wegman, but Wegman took over the starting job around the middle of this year, and uh, so he is heading to the portal, and he's heading to Georgia Tech. So we'll see what Haynes King can do over at Georgia Tech, heading over to Atlanta. Meanwhile, Andre White Jr., a linebacker who transferred from Texas A&M, has reportedly made his decision. He is also going to Georgia Tech. He's the third Aggie to join Georgia Tech in recent days. We mentioned Haynes King. Wide receiver Chase Lane also announced he's going to Georgia Tech. So some kind of a weird pipeline, I guess, going from College Station over to Atlanta. 
to go play for Georgia Tech. But uh, White saw limited action on the field this season for the Aggies due to an injury. But we'll see what he can do over there. Over at Arkansas, former safety Miles Slusher. We knew he had entered the transfer portal, and he is going to join new head coach Jeff Brom at Louisville. Slusher started 15 games for Arkansas over the last couple of years. Announced he would be transferring to Louisville on Monday. He was suspended by Arkansas in November following an arrest and announced he was entering the transfer portal shortly after that. But good player. One of the few uh, bright spots of Arkansas secondary that really struggled throughout this season. So best of luck to Miles Slusher heading off to Louisville. Tennessee getting a transfer portal prospect. They're third in this cycle. Coming from a former Texas Longhorn in offensive tackle Andre Carrick. Former three-star tackle, played in 12 games for the Longhorns this season. Did not start, but uh, was a rotational piece. And the Vols will lose Darnell Wright, who uh, recently announced he's going into the draft. So Carrick, six foot six, over 300 pounds. Going to have a couple years left of eligibility remaining. Gerald Mincy played well for Tennessee this season after transferring in from Florida. And we'll see what Carrick can do for the Vols on that offensive line. Tennessee going to lose a defensive lineman to the portal as well as Jordan Phillips entered the portal. He saw action in three games for the Vols this year, registering one tackle in the season finale against Vandy. He'll be immediately eligible. He's the three-star prospect, number 51 defensive lineman in last year's class for the Vols. And then Florida... They are looking for their replacement for Anthony Richardson. And one of the big names out there in the portal, Coastal Carolina quarterback Grayson McCall. According to On3 Sports, a source close to the situation has said the Gators have emerged as a serious contender to bring Grayson McCall on board. If he comes, that would he would join four-star prospect Jaden Rashada, who will be signing with the uh, Gators this week. McCall has gained a lot of national attention. He's a dual-threat quarterback, completed 70% of his passes, over 8,000 yards, 78 touchdown passes in his career there. So we'll see if Grayson McCall decides to uh, give the Gators another look. There you have it. That's the latest news going on around the transfer portal. Coming up next, we're going to give you some recruiting news as we get ever so closer to National Signing Day. Thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Uh, This episode is brought to you by our friends over at the NHTSA. It is holiday season. Did you know that driving high is considered driving under the influence? That's right. Uh, Driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state, even in states where marijuana is legal. That means driving high could get you a DUI. If you think law enforcement officers can't tell when you're driving high, you're wrong. Your friends can tell. Your coworkers can tell. Even your parents can tell. Everyone can tell. So what makes you think that law enforcement officers don't know when you're driving high? Driving under the influence of marijuana can slow your response time, change how you perceive time and speed. So even if you think you're fine to drive when you're high, you're not. Because the bottom line is, if you feel different, you drive different. And driving high is driving under the influence. So remember, drive high, get a DUI. This message paid for by the NHTSA. along here, Locked On SEC, and we got uh, some recruiting tidbits to hit on as we are a day away from National Signing Day, and SEC will be locking up some uh, really 
good classes here to uh, uh, get started, really, on the recruiting season. It's the early signing period, but, of course, most schools signing most of their recruits in this group. So let's jump into the latest recruiting news, and we'll start over at Texas A&M as Jimbo Fisher making some moves. Remember, just a year ago, they were the number one recruiting class in the country, the Ranking a little bit lower than that this year, but they're going to make a push here, picking up some names in the last day or so. Marcel Reed, he was a four-star quarterback out of the Nashville area. He's committed to Ole Miss for the past several weeks, and uh, just about after an hour on Monday after announcing his decommitment from Ole Miss, Reed announced his commitment to Texas A&M. So he will have a signing ceremony on Wednesday afternoon. It's going to help bolster this Aggie class that has bumped up already into the top 15. Again, he had originally committed to Ole Miss back in April. Took an official visit with the Aggies just a couple weeks ago and uh, visited the team a couple of days ago. And now he's going to Texas A&M. Big position I need for the Aggies as Connor Wegman expects to be the starter going into next year. Uh, Max Johnson's still hanging around there, but uh, going to give them a little depth in Marcel Reed, four-star quarterback out of the Tennessee area. Also, Torian York, a three-star linebacker in this 2023 class, he announced his commitment to Texas A&M on Monday as well. He originally committed to Baylor back in February, decommitted from Baylor a week ago, and now Texas A&M offered him, and uh, they will be getting uh, Torian York. He also received a visit from... Trooper Taylor, an assistant head coach at Duke, but on Monday night confirmed his commitment to Texas A&M. Place in Temple, Texas, was a finished with a second-place district finish for the Temple Wildcats. He's the second prospect to commit to A&M on Monday, and now uh, two solid additions to their top 15 class for the Aggies. Over at Mississippi State, their uh, new head coach making some moves here in recent days, of course, taking over. Uh, for the departed Mike Leach, tough situation all around uh, for for everybody involved. But um, nonetheless, uh, Zach Arnett getting some recruits in there. And Caleb Bryant, three-star defensive lineman, staying in the state of Mississippi. He announced on Monday he's committed to Mississippi State. He had previously committed to Utah before he opened his recruitment back in the summer. He's the number seven player from the state of Mississippi, the nation's 53rd best defensive lineman. And uh, he will be going to Mississippi State during his senior season. He had 72 tackles, eight sacks, and a pass breakup. Helped Vicksburg to a 10-3 record and get to the semis in Class 5A. So uh, congrats to Mississippi State. And Zach Arnett picking up Caleb Bryant. Over at Vandy, Clark Lee getting some... Good news as Evan Herman announced his decision to head to Vanderbilt, the number three prospect from the state of Wisconsin. He's six foot six, 210 pounds. Previously committed to Wyoming before reopening his recruitment and uh, says he wants to be a major piece to elevating Vanderbilt to uh, next level in the SEC. He said, I believe in what Coach Lee is building, want to be part of it. I can play at a high level of football and get a high-level education at the same time. He told 24-7 Sports, one thing that stood out to me about Vandy was their campus. It's in the middle of a great city. It's beautiful. From when I saw the football facilities, they were top-notch. I also love talking to the coaches and the staff there. Herman totaled 71 tackles and seven sacks during his senior season of high school. 
over at Missouri. They picked up a three-star offensive line commit named Brandon Solis out of Nashville. Second offensive line addition in this recruiting class for Eli Drinkwitz. He uh, chose Mizzou over the likes of Mississippi State, TCU, Kansas State, and uh, going to be a big, big piece there for Mizzou. Six foot eight, two hundred and sixty-five pounds, the number twenty-three player out of the state of Tennessee. Rated the number fifty, uh, number fifty-two among offensive tackles. So Brandon Solis going to Mizzou. It's the second commitment in the past two days for. Mizzou after they picked up tight end slash defensive end Jordan Harris on Sunday night. Over at uh, Arkansas, some good news for Sam Pittman as four-star athlete and wide receiver, or, or not good news for him, rather, as Micah Tease decommitted from Arkansas back in July, was rated the number three overall player in Arkansas's recruiting class. He has uh, crystal balls to... Oklahoma, Texas A&M, and Arkansas, and some people thinking he's going to head to Texas A&M. So Micah Tease, four-star athlete. Keep an eye on him. Again, Jimbo Fisher doing some work. And it was a bad year for the Aggies, but we can still make moves in recruiting. So we will see. And there you have it. That's the latest news going on around the conference. We're going to have tons of recruiting stuff going on. We're hoping to catch up with our, our guy John Garcia at some point this week to talk recruiting with him after all the classes are signed. So tons of stuff going on. You want to keep it locked here to Locked on SEC, and we'll keep you up to date on all the moving and shaking. Thank you guys for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. For your next listen, you can go check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks again for listening to Locked on SEC. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.